Because what they say, it's like, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. But if you want to go far, bring others with you. Yeah. Because I knew, I knew 100% that I was going to live for God after that season. And I didn't know if fashion was still it. I didn't know if World of Fear was still going to be it. And got to work for free for a little bit. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be a slave either. But it's like, you got to work for free. You got to invest some time. You got to invest. You got to have some skin in the game to make, I think, to be able to make it work. If not, it's only going to work to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Underrated, underrated. We the underdogs, underestimated. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Totem Podcast. I'm your host, Monico Carrillo. Of course, we got Eric here. I'm your other co-host here on the on the Totem Podcast. But guys, like always, remember, um, we are on on all the the podcast platforms. You know, like Google, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff, and on YouTube, obviously. So we'd appreciate it if you just give us a, a review on there um, and on YouTube. Click subscribe, um, turn the, the turn the bell to be notified every single time we got a new video up. Um, and if you guys like today's guest, hit that like button. But with that, guys, welcome to the podcast where an act of rebellion is to question. We got a great guest today, Eric. Um, you know, you know me. I'm huge on branding, branding, branding your business, whatever you're doing. So we got the perfect guest today for that. So Angela, welcome to the show. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. And I appreciate you for, you know, coming out, you know, taking a little little cruise down here to be with us. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited, man. And I, I had seen a <clears throat> few of your podcasts, and I was kind of hoping you'd eventually bring me on. Uh, so, so <laughs> waiting yeah. Just, just waiting. <laughs> no, yeah, no. It, and it, I wasn't, like, waiting, waiting, you know, and I wasn't. But it was, like, I, th- I think at some point you might reach out to me. So. No, yeah, for I mean you're doing great stuff, like yeah, like putting yourself out there, creating a brand and all that stuff. Appreciate to, it. Like, we haven't like really spoken since high school, so it's, I mean it's nice to to catch up and actually see what, what we're both kind of got going on. Yeah, exactly. I think this is a perfect way to kind of meet up and catch up again. So, yeah. so for the people who don't like know you, can you just give like a little brief description of like who you are and what you do? Uh, my name is Angelo Rivera, owner of World of Fear. Um, high school known as Million Dollar Dream, MDD. Yeah, that, that kid that used to screen print tees and sell them in the hallways at high school. So, yeah. I mean, a brand starts somewhere. Like, everyone has, like, perfect the name, Million Dollar Dream. Like, got to start somewhere. Uh, give me a little bit of, like, a little backstory. Like, how was your upbringings? Like, when you were younger, because you're in high school, you said you're uh, screen printing tees and stuff. But, like, when you're younger, like, like say like 10 10 years old around that age like what kind of kid were you did you did you always dream of doing stuff like this um i didn't know um and i wouldn't say i was very like artistic even but when i was younger my mom used to get mad at me because i used to draw on all my shoes and like little did we know i was like that was like the actual beginning you know that was like the me trying to create something different than everybody else. Um, but as far as that, like I didn't, I didn't design anything. And then it wasn't until like 2015 or 16 when I started um, playing around on PixArt and like drawing these, just whatever I can think of would look cool. And then that eventually became, it's like, oh, this would look cool on a t-shirt. And then, and then Million Dollar Dream started, yeah. That, that's crazy though like I always have like there's a phrase out there it's like if you 
judge a fish by the ability to climb the tree, it's always going to think it's stupid. So it's like, it's crazy. Like you're, you're small, you know, you're younger and you're drawing on your shoes. They're like this, this kid, what, what's it doing? You know, drawing on all. And like, now it's just like, I mean, it's art. Yeah. It's crazy. No. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is crazy. And like I said, I don't think, I don't think my mom knew. I don't, I didn't know I'd be a designer at that age, obviously, you know, and I'm, I'm just curious, like, was it just kind of like, oh, let me just throw this this design up on a tee and see what happens? Or were you kind of like, all right, I'm going to try and like build something? Or is it just, you kind of just started designing and it kind of just took off from there? Who was it? I think it was our junior year. Yeah, when I was drawing on Pixar and I had all these designs in, in my phone and I was like telling people, I was like, hey, like, I think this will look cool on a tee. Like, like I think I'm going to start a brand, you know? And I think not many people you know, took me serious or, or, you know, thought I was just talking or whatever. And it wasn't until the day that I showed up with one of my tees on, it was like the first tee. It was like the, the, <laughs> um, what was it? The, oh, the Band-Aid for Feelings tee. I don't know if you ever remember that I, one. I remember that one. There's an Instagram picture from that day, but I remember showing up that day and people knew that I was like, okay, serious. Because when we were just talking about it, people were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, no. He's all talk, but then when you actually show up, it's like, oh. Yeah, and then I showed up with that tee on, and then I walked out of school that day with $600 in pre-orders. Really? $600 in pre-orders? Yeah. Damn. What? Yeah, dude. First day. First day. First day, $600 in pre-orders. I had cash, and I'm only 16, and I'm like, oh. How do you do that, though? Like, did people just start walking up to you like, hey, dude, give me one? Or, or did you kind of have, like, another, like, list of designs and stuff yeah well I, I had designs and then some of the people that I was showing those designs to knew it was real once I came with it on and then those are the people that gave me the pre-order you know so yeah so would you what, first one when you get the pre-order I'm, I'm just thinking because you don't I'm guess maybe you did but you go into school are you actually thinking you're gonna get all these orders or you're just like I'm gonna just start ripping. Well, I'm my just brand. go see see where it goes, and then you get this list. Now you're just like, oh shit! Now I gotta go make all these shirts. I don't. I don't know what I. I. I think I just. I. It was just in my head, and I just was very bold to just do yeah, it. I, 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 I definitely didn't expect to walk out of school with six hundred dollars in pre-orders. Where, where would you like make the the, the shirts? Um, How did that start? Because I mean, making shirts isn't as easy as people might think. Or is it? Then it wasn't. Then now, it wasn't. now you have like the, the crickets, and you could buy heat press for like a hundred dollars. So it's easy now. But I mean, then at sixteen, I was like, I didn't even know how it was just gonna be. I was just gonna send all these t-shirts to Brooklyn Graphics and have them print them. And uh, after like a few of my orders, <clears throat> I walked in there and she's like, Hey, I know you're trying to start something. Do you just want to come in and print your t-shirts yourself? And I was like. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, and then I, I was, I was just, um, yeah, I was printing my tees at Brooklyn Graphics, and yeah, they were amazing. They let me use all their equipment and everything, and and that's how the brand started, dude. I was in there every day. Um, yeah. That was the that was the brand million dollar dream, right? Million dollar dream, yeah. How did that get transferred now, or, or did it get transferred? Like now, cause it's it's a world of fear. World of fear, yeah. Um, I, and like, it, we haven't even had graduated high school yet. And I was like telling people, I was like, man, 
there's like this other side of me that I need to express and like I feel like I can't do it through Million Dollar Dream because it was like a sportswear line in a way you know I had clothes collections that I was selling out of the body firm and everything was you know like positive and Jimmy and like stuff like that but uh, at the time I was like super depressed and I've always had anxiety and I was like man I need an outlet for that side of me and it was like 3 a.m. one morning I was up and I was like designing and I was like I'm starting a new brand that's gonna be called Fear Everything and then I was like I designed like almost like a whole collection in my laptop and I was like oh, well Fear Everything isn't catchy it's very broad and then another 3 a.m. thought world to fear and it just stuck and it was just so unique and, and it's been yeah I, I think I think it speaks for itself yeah and this happened while you're still in high school or was it like afterwards this was shortly <laughs> after high school this was probably end of 17 early 18 yeah so it was like during high school you kind of like felt like you needed to start something new yeah, yeah, I did, I did. I remember, like, telling people again, it was like, I don't know if MDD's working for me anymore. It's just, it's just not the way I want to wanna create. And even then, I was like, didn't, I knew that I wanted to design beyond print and tees. And I felt like World to Fear was going to be everything that MDD wasn't. Yeah, so... So how, how was it so like when you have a <clears throat> when you're when you're still like that like younger slaying the tees and stuff like are you just doing that you know to make make some money or you actually or do you have a job too or like how how's this going or is this or are you like killing it like you know give me a little perspective how that how that is uh, those t-shirts I I sold in high school saved my life I feel I didn't have a job I didn't have nothing I don't come from money. Um, and yeah, selling those t-shirts in high school, man, it's like, that's how they fed me. That's how I had dinner after football games. That's how I bought the things that I needed, you know? So, yeah. Would you make like a big profit on the shirts or were like the Brooklyn graphics where they like kind of sell it to you at whatever they sold it at? <coughs> for a while, I was printing for free. It was like just buying t-shirts from their wholesale account and printing them there and they let me do it all for free so yeah my profit margin was I think like well over like 500 percent damn <laughs> yeah but but yeah man but like I said does does T save my life dude I, I think I think it played out exactly the way it was supposed to because God knew I needed that money yeah, yeah. that's crazy because we always talk about it too like me and Eric that a lot of people aren't willing to work for free for the while. Like you got to work for free for a little bit. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be a slave either. But it's like you got to work for free. You got to invest some time. You got to invest. You know, you got to have some skin in the game to make. I think to be able to make it work. If not, it's only gonna work to a certain extent. I think. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of people, yeah, definitely need to know that because especially when you're um, starting out, you know, there's a lot of things to learn, and you're not where where you should be you know what I mean your your work isn't as good and it's like so you have to like you know give out some free work and learn and, and get better and and then eventually get to the point to where you can actually sell your service or product yeah so so you said you were uh 
kind of like towards towards the end of like high school, whatever, you got kind of like depressed and, and had like anxiety. Is there like something that caused that or anything, or is it just kind of like it just like slowly crept in and or, or how'd you deal with that? Because like I got because we went to school together and I like from what I remember, like I don't I don't remember you kind of like being all like sad or down on yourself or anything. I always saw you like a big smile on your face. Yeah, yeah, dude. I I, th- I think I think when people. I think when people hear that I just said that off this podcast, they're gonna be surprised, because I've always, I, I was the strong one, yeah. But no, I've I've always had anxiety, and then, yeah, after high school it was a lot of depression, um, and that was me just feeling stuck. Like I just knew that I was like destined to be a designer. I knew that I wanted to grow this brand and I just felt so stuck. I didn't have the people. I didn't have the resources. I didn't know how to do it out of Fort Morgan. I didn't know how to move to Denver and do it. So I just felt like super stuck. And I spent like a couple years, you know, just trying to, trying to find out how to launch World to Fear, you know? So, yeah. A lot of that too, like you're saying, like, you didn't have like support and stuff like you know like friends or family and stuff and i just literally made a post the other day it's it, and it's kind of like a lot of people might think it's like controversial but it's like you shouldn't expect other people to believe in your dream because it's not their dream it's it's our dream but it it, it, it fucking sucks when you're in that position though like like you just need some sometimes somebody just to believe in you a little bit just to get you over that little that little slump but it's like when you put it in retrospect like they shouldn't have to believe you it, yeah no it definitely wasn't like I didn't have help or if I didn't have people to give me the things that I need that I couldn't provide for myself because I definitely had that um, but it was like figuring out nobody could figure out how to get MDD or World of Fear off the ground for me Nobody could figure out how for like how to build a website for me. Like nobody could do these things for me. These are the things that I had to figure out for myself, you know? But it was like I didn't know how. I've I've never I've never been shown how to grow a business. I don't know any business owners. I don't know anybody that owns a brand. I didn't you know what I mean? So it was like I was just stuck trying to figure out how to just get rolling. Yeah. And what do you think helped you get get the ball rolling? You think moving out moving out of here and seeing like a different atmosphere, maybe, or what do you think kind of helped you get over that little, you know? Yeah, I, I, uh, definitely moving out of Fort Morgan, seeing more to the world. You know, there's a lot more to offer. Um, yeah, and then you just it, it's it's you know it it's more common to maybe meet creative people in Denver than it is Fort Morgan. Um, so that was a super big, um, like move for me, literally. Um, and that's what we talk about a lot too on the on the on the podcast is like, if you really want to like expand your horizons or expand, like just like exposing yourself to like different situations, different cultures, different everything, you got to get out of your hometown. Yeah. Whether if it's whether if you're Denver, I feel like you still got to like experience something different. Yeah. Um, especially here, like in Fort Morgan, like it's tiny, like. Yeah, there's, no, there's, there's is, not much to do, and like, there, people do it in different ways. Some people go off to college. Some people like end up moving. Some people go work somewhere else. But like, whatever it is, I feel like once you like get out of your hometown, then you expose yourself to so much more new things, and that's gonna like benefit you so much in the long run. You no, know, yeah, it definitely does. I mean, because there's, 
there's just so much more to life than you know the small town that we live in but i loved it i loved fort morgan i, I you know it, but it just um once i got to a point and i outgrew it but i loved it i loved growing up here i loved going to high school here i loved the people that i met um and i even did great things here and i think some people use excuses you know it's like i oh it's this it's that these people it's like dude i made the most when i was out of here like I was selling t-shirts in high school. I was, you know, had collections releasing at the body firm. I was doing stuff with Ernie and Stevie Marquez, you know, they were promoting me on their fights and I I, I made the most out of what was here for me. Yeah. And how'd you get like all those connections? Was it just just like hitting them up? Like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Would it it be possible if like I sold stuff here? Yeah, 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 it was. And, and, And they believed in me, I know. So it was like, yeah. I thank them the most. Yeah, it was amazing. Why do you think that was? Was it just your you and your vision that you had, or was it just because? Do you think they believed like in, in your brand or in you? Both. Um, but but at the same time, if you know Ernie Marquez, you know, I mean, just how great he is and how much he serves the community. You know, so I mean, that was then the same thing with Paula Hoff. So. Yeah, it was, it was just, I, I think they knew, like, uh, like I was just different, you know? And so I think they believed in me. Um, but I think it was just who they are as well, like willing to help, yeah. So does MDD still kind of live, or has that kind of just died off and World of Fear has taken over? Um, World, of, World of Fear is definitely the front um I, I haven't made a million dollar dream t-shirt in a while and i don't i don't think it's gonna happen but my llc is million dollar dream so that'll oh, yeah? that'll definitely stick still though <laughs> yeah it's still there so gotta, that's gotta still, keep it connected yeah that's the roots that's still home yeah so <clears throat> no that's that's cool so now, now that you were talking about uh you know roll to fear stuff so tell us a little bit i guess like what what is it because people just hear that and then they're like oh it's it's just t-shirt just to have like tell us what what it is what it represents i never know how to answer this question <laughs> <laughs> it's good because, no, because, there's no wrong answers because you're the you're the you're the ceo you're the owner so the there's yeah. no wrong answers yeah it's i mean it's it's me it's my life it's it's the way i express myself it's um the way i think um the things that i've gone through you know turned into a physical form um so yeah i mean it definitely just reflects just my life you know and that's and that's like when i you know when i wanted to start world fear it's like i need an outlet and that's what it is for me yeah so who who's it i guess who is it intended for is it kind of intended for people that are kind of maybe going through similar stuff like you did or just for like general like everyone or I would say, I, I I mean, you you would have to one find the the product visually appealing first. <laughs> so yeah. so so I'd say that is the first person that I. But but if you know me on a different level, or if you've uh, heard my story, or know where I come from, then I think that would be another attachment that you could have to a world of fear product, but. I'd, I'd say, I'd say, 
to most people, it's really just what it looks like, you know? Yeah. And what's the, I guess, what all products do you, to World of Fear, offer? Right now, mainly just uh, apparel, you know, hats, jackets, tees, just, just regular fashion. But I'd eventually like to get into, like, I have ideas for furniture. You know, I want to design furniture one day. I want to design rugs. I want to, you know, maybe design a car with Mercedes or something. You know, I, I, I don't think there's any limits to what I'm doing. I, I have a vision for a lot of things. And I think in due time, it'll all come to life. Yeah. So, make yeah. It, make it a, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. 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 So it's, oh, that's, that's, that's cool. And, and, and by just, like, scrolling, like, through through your Instagram and stuff, it is, uh, are, are you, like, religious or anything? Because from what I see, it's, like, um, you always have, like, the text is, like, uh, glory after flesh. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm not religious. I, I'm I have a relationship with God. I have a relationship with Jesus. You know what I mean? I actually don't even go to church. I think that shocks a lot of people too. But I, I, my relationship with God is everything. You know what I mean? And I don't, I, I, I don't like I'm. I don't know. I, I, I just, it's just, it's just different, man. I, I don't know how to explain it fully, but it's like, I just know He controls my life, and I worship him and I love him and I I and I've watched him do amazing things in my life and it's like it's just super important for me to keep that relationship with him and I don't really follow a religion behind it but does does religion mean going to church because I think I think it's two completely different I things I, I, I think so because um, you know you're Baptist you're Pentecostal you're Catholic I think I, I see those as religions and I don't, I don't follow any of that. It's just I have a relationship with God. Yeah. Okay. No, but I was saying like the, the physical, I was talking about like the physical church with the religion. I think it's two completely different things because you can be very religious and not go to church or you can just have a relationship with God. So those are like three different things for me in my, in, in my eyes, you know. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people should know that church isn't going to get you to heaven. Your relationship with God is, you know what I mean? Having faith in Jesus is what's going to get you to heaven. And it's like, I think people just show up to church on Sunday and and, and that's it. You know, they're not praying to God the other six days a week. They're not listening to worship music or, or reading the Bible or whatever it is. You know, it's like, it's not the way, man. you got to have a relationship with God. And once you understand that and, and just... Yeah, watch God work in your life. It's amazing. That's that's the first step for for a lot of people, though. Like, it's just stepping into the church and just. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying don't go to church. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just saying if if you go to church and, and that's all you do, I. I like people, people go to church and they expect too. stuff to happen. Yeah. Yeah. They, they they expect to to receive all of this, but then they just show up and they don't even pray or pay attention to to the the priest or whatever giving the sermon. It's like the same thing. They'll get they'll buy a gym membership and they'll just sit on fucking TikTok all day and not do anything at the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, no. But it's like it's the same thing. Yeah. Relationship over religion. That's that's the key. There you go. Was it always like that, or did you kind of like find your way there? Um, I grew up around people who, um went to church and my mom 
like always blessed us before we went to bed or, you know, told me to pray and all these things. But even then we didn't go to church. Um, I did go to church for a few years and, you know, like uh, middle school and high school, but it didn't, it didn't really stick with me. And I didn't really, really find God until 2020 in my bedroom. It wasn't at church. Really? Yeah. How well, Were you just kind of like laying there and kind of just... Yeah, I had went came? through uh, probably the darkest season of my life. Um, and I don't even know if I'm ready to say all this because I might cry. Yeah. yeah cause if you're it's, not ready, cause dude, it's, you're good. Because it's like, that real for me. But I... Yeah, man, I was I was I was super depressed, and I, I, that was it. I was having suicidal thoughts. I didn't I didn't I didn't know I didn't even know like what the next minute was gonna be. Like I just and then I was laying in my room, and I was kind of like looking up at the corner of my, uh, you know, the wall and the in in the roof, and I was like. Uh, and I was like, God, I was like, I'm depressed, I'm broken, I'm lost. If you're, I need to know that you're here with me, please say something. And I, I closed my eyes and I saw like, I was still like looking up into my room and there was, uh, there was a cloud and it was like thundering purple. And then came the strangest, Thing I've ever heard in my life it was like it was like this ringing in both of my ears but I believe it was the trumpet of God and it was the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced really like yeah li- like listening to or just seeing to like seeing that it, w- it was it was it was the just the ring I believe it was the trumpet of God and I heard it and it was like the fear of God like pure fear of God and it was it was so unbearable dude it was the the most terrifying thing I've ever felt in my life and and after I after that moment I just laid there and I was so like empty like I didn't feel anything at all it was the most empty I've ever felt I was like there was no love there was no joy there was no sadness there was no pain I just I laid there and I was just just empty and then it wasn't till I think like a month later when I had thought about that moment and I discerned it and God was like I'm right here I've always been right here he's like you just have so much to learn you know yeah but it was so you didn't like realize it at that moment at that moment you're just like what the fuck's going on yeah it was it was I, I didn't know what happened but I knew just the just whatever did like he just it was the fear of god it was i felt it dude and it was it was the most terrifying thing i've ever felt in my life it was unbearable that's that's crazy dude and And it kind of just ties in with like the the name rule to fear yeah 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 no definitely and 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 like um and even then because i i i know that uh like after after that moment i didn't even know or after that season of my life, I didn't know if I should continue World to Fear. Um, I didn't know if I, because I knew I knew one hundred percent that I was going to live for God after that season, and I didn't know if fashion was still it. I didn't know if World to Fear was still going to be it. And um, 
Um, and I just like, I was just praying and praying. And I was like, then there was just one day I just like, I was like going to the gym and I was like, just like praying to God. And I was crying in my car and I was like, I will give you world to fear. Like, just, I will live for you. I will live the brand out for you. And, and yeah, and I mean, it's been great since I released the kind of the first collection you saw with the crown of thorns and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but I, I didn't know because I knew I had to let go of a lot of things. Um, and the collection that actually led me to that so depressing moment in my life was, I don't know if you remember it, it was the, the Rolling Stone with the Playboy. And it was, the collection was named Sex and Rock and Roll. Mm -hmm. And it was just like... Really? So that's the one that led it? Led, that collection is the one that led it? Yeah, yeah. After after I had I had like a big uh, studio shoot for that, and the next five week five weeks I laid in my bed just depressed, and I had I think like a week after the photo shoot I had launched the collection online, and I took it down two days later because it didn't it didn't feel right. I just knew it wasn't was it wasn't who I was. I knew it wasn't what I was supposed to be putting out to the world. Yeah, and then and then. You know, God spoke to me. Kind of hit like the reset button. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely yeah. like the reset button. Like, man, you're on the wrong path. You're on the wrong path. And I mean, I'm just getting chills just fucking like yeah, listening to you say yeah. that story. I, I mean, I mean, yeah, we appreciate you. I mean, opening it up and telling us this. And it's like the big story. It's like, I don't know if you've heard this. It's just like a anecdote kind of story, you know. But it's like you're walking with God on the beach and then you're just like, it's a guy, he's just complaining to God, like, why haven't you been helping me and all this stuff? Like, and then you look, he's like, they're walking on the sand and he says, turn around, you know, and there's only one set of footprints. He's like, I've been carrying you this whole way. Yeah. So it's like, like that, like you're saying, like you thought about, like when you said you're there and then a month later you think about it, it's like, he's always been here. He's yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I mean, it's just, we don't have sometimes the, like we don't see it, you know, when it's, when we're in the, in the, the grind, whatever's happening, we don't see it then until we reflect a little bit later. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, I mean, I was, I was definitely headed down the wrong path. I was, I was super selfish, you know, but I was super depressed and I was, you know, super selfish and I wasn't paying no attention to anybody around me. I wasn't, I didn't care about nobody. I didn't care about nothing. I was like, I was just me and world of fear. And I, I was on the wrong path, obviously, you know, I named a collection Sex and Rock and Roll, praying to God to change my life. And it was just like, it just wasn't lining up, you know oh, yeah. what I mean? And, and and so he was like, okay, yeah. And so I, it's like, what advice would you have to like other people who are kind of going through, through some stuff? Would you also kind of like suggest that they find that relationship with God? Of course, dude, of course. Like, I mean, God created us all. And it's like, it's only right that you return your life to the maker you know the one the one who made you the one who knows you best it's like how, how could you you know he, he's he's gonna know the best for you and, and once you align your heart and your mind with his plans you're gonna you're gonna see that he has great plans for you and you're gonna see that you know he'll change your life and he'll help you through everything and, and, and it's not gonna make your life easy you know you're not gonna you're not gonna walk on gold after it but you're gonna like you just you just get those glimpses of him and, and you watch him show up in your life and it's like 
you just know it's him. Like you just know it's just like I would have, I could have never done that for myself. I could have never picked myself up the way he does for you know. Yeah. So it's like it, 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 it's the best thing you could probably. It's the best thing you could ever do in your life is to line your heart with God. And after I did that, I, I watched my life like just transform, dude. Like, and it wasn't overnight. It was it was day by day. It was, you know. But I. I I feel I feel like ten times the person I was before. I feel like that's I, awesome. Yeah, I feel like where I'm should be. I I feel like I'm in aligned with what he has planned for me. Um, you know, and I definitely still have my moments of doubt, and I still have my moments of I'm still very anxious. You know, so I don't I I, I still have my times where I don't have like my faith in him. But it's like the world is moving so fast and it's like it's 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 hard to navigate through life and it's hard when he's like just wait just just it's coming you know and he's like no i need it now i need it now it's like yeah yeah that's i mean just i'm a little two cents on it but it's like i think like with the with this brand you're building and stuff i think it's great and i think you're always if you want to be growing and taking it to the next level i think you're always going to have a little bit of anxiety but I think anxiety is different than depression. So, I mean, just try to, you know. Yeah, no, but, the, uh, yeah. Stay, stay away from the depression. Try to stay away from the depression side. But, like, anxiety, like, I think it's, like, having nerves to do stuff, I mean, it's a good sign because you're excited for it, too. Yeah, I, I do. I care a lot. I care about my life. I care about my brand. I care about the people. I, I you know, I, I just care about life a lot. Like, I've always just really cared and that makes me anxious because I want everything to be perfect and I want everything to work out. And, you know, when it doesn't or when, when God has a different plan than yours and it's like, no, it's like, you know, uh-huh. but, but I, so that's why I'm just very anxious because I just, I just care and I, I want everything to be right. Be I want, I, I want to have a good life. I want to, you know, yeah. Yeah. I want it, to be it, great. It reminds me of, uh, cause you're saying like people want, People turn to God and expect stuff to happen right away, um, but it's not always like that. It reminds me of a, of a song my mom always. She just likes to sing as she's like doing uh, chores or whatever, and it's basically like. Are you gonna sing it for us, or? <clears throat> no, I don't, I don't have a voice like my mom. <laughs> but basically, it's like like this person who turns to God is like, God, like I'm giving myself to you, and he's like, cool, but in order for you, for me to make you the person you are. I'm gonna have to break you and then build you back up. Oof, man, the way, boom, the way God Drop breaks me, me mm-hmm. sometimes, and and all I can do is like just sit there and cry because I feel like He just like just threshes my life and I don't know what He's doing, and like, then yeah, and then the threshing's done and and then He reveals Himself to me and it's like this is what I was working on. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't, I'm sorry, I didn't trust you. It was like, during the process, mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, oh. Yeah, but the like, process is painful, man, but but I every every season that I go through, you know, it's like hardships and it's, it's, and then at the end of that, it's like, I see why he did that. I see why, why it happened like that. And it's like, okay, thank you so okay. much. Because if I would have, I yeah. my way was not that way. So well, the good thing is that you at least go back and you kind of see it. And you're just like, all right. But if you always saying that constant, like, like, oh, he doesn't love me, he doesn't do this. But it's like, it's the phrase, it's like, ask God for strength. 
and he gave me more obstacles. Yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. And that's the thing, like, I mean, it's, it's, it sucks. That's like, when you're going through, you're just that, like, you don't want to. That's why you never uh, pray for patience. Because, <laughs> man, he's going to, he's, He's gonna he's gonna put you in some positions to test you. To and you better be patient because yeah. you prayed for it. Yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah. So switching topics a little bit, talk to us a little bit about the stuff you got going on here soon in the next few weeks. Uh, May sixth, I'll be uh, showcasing a collection at Denver Fashion Week. Um, congrats, congrats on that. It's huge. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. Huge thank to get you. On there. Yeah. 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 Long time coming, man. But I I I think God put it in my hand at the right time. Um, because like we had talked about, if it had happened earlier, I would not have been ready. There's no way. I've never, I've never operated at this, at this caliber, and it's been, it's been a learning experience. And it's like every day I'm failing, every day I'm learning something new. And it's like, but, I, but I feel, yeah, I definitely feel convicted to do it. I feel, I feel like God put it in my life at the right time, and it's gonna be great, dude. I, I, I think I'm gonna shock a lot of people. Yeah, May sixth different fashion week so so how is that something that you kind of get uh chosen for is it something you apply for to get in there or, or how is it um yeah you gotta apply for uh you know like a, a spot a spot in the week you know there's gonna be a whole week so it'd be many shows in a day over you know i think like six or seven days um but yeah you have to apply for it um so you've got to be chosen in order to showcase a collection and yeah, I was fortunate enough to make it. And how's one of these? Like, I mean, help me out a little bit. I don't got much fashion like myself, so I mean, if you guys <laughs> haven't seen me, I don't got much fashion. Like, how, what what goes on in one of these shows? Like, what what all? Um, so there will be, I think, like five, I think like four or five people, different brands, um, showcasing in one night. Um, and it's, I mean, it's a fashion show, dude. It's, uh, you know, just runway. Yeah. Okay. But do you have, like, uh, like, uh, like little, like, booths kind of storefront for other people to see your stuff after they see it on the runway? Or, like, yeah. Um, or how, how's Yeah, that? but I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll have my own, like, booth on um, the 10th, May 10th at okay. Denver Fashion Week. But I showcase on the 6th. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah how, how much work? goes into to making a collection because you're just saying before this before you're coming like you're you're telling us how, how you were just coming from fits and stuff yeah yeah no it's it's a lot more work than people probably understand um and it's like you you can't um you can't just build a collection in two three months right so that a lot of the collection that i am gonna showcase is like stuff that i've had in my laptop for up to years really yeah so it's like just stuff ready to be released um and then a lot of it is also new stuff but i mean i it yeah but it's it's a lot of work man I, i've i've, I've never, for like i said i've never operated at this caliber it's been i have 15 models um right. you know and from those models i have three four pieces two two to four pieces i gotta make so i've i've got to put together like 30 40 50 pieces and it's like i have two months to do it and wow i do it all myself and is it male male female both that you have yeah yeah male, male female I, I my collection worked out perfectly i i it's it's like half and half male and female um it almost wasn't i, I lately i've had a lot of uh ideas for women's looks 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I, I'm, I was able to scrap a few men's looks together and, and uh, yeah, make it even. So, but it's going to be great. I, 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 I think, like I said, I think a lot of people are going to be shocked at, at what I'm going to showcase. It's, uh, it's 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 world it's world of fear like nobody's ever seen it you know so yeah and uh, like today earlier I was uh, um, my roommate was like asking me about this jacket and and I had pulled up this jacket and then I had pulled out the first tee that I ever made and it was like look how far I've came. It's like, damn. <laughs> it was, so, so, yeah, you, it was so you crazy. keep that first t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. That's I have that first t-shirt. You got to keep the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. That'll get, fr- <laughs> that'll get framed if it don't rot by the time I get to framing it. But yeah. Yeah. The fr- I have that first t-shirt. It's all faded. It's all, but it's sick though. It says a uh, million dollar dream on the back. And then it's got when, when I used to put my signature on the T's. Mm. Yeah, it's got my signature on the T's. Like on the on the back of the neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. yeah. I was I was just thinking as you're talking about that, you're like, we're talking about patience, you know, like dude, if you had that stuff on your laptop for for your for like years, you said, like, dude, I have yeah. when I think of something I want it done yesterday, you know, it's like waiting years to do that, I mean I mean I don't have patience for that, you know, honestly. Yeah, no, I it it's it's not even but it's like I don't there's some things that I design and it's like, I'll design it and like a week later I can release it, you know, because it's, I, you know, I feel okay. that good about what I create in that moment. But there's, there's a lot of stuff and it's, I go back in my laptop and it's like, I think this is good. Like, I think, I think this is still valid. I think I can pull this out and make a piece out of it or, or even a whole collection. So, so um, does, does that have a lot to do with like timing? Like when you release a certain thing, like it will be do better. What do you mean? Like you said, you have some stuff you'll make and you'll make in a week and you're like, okay, I'll put it out and, you know, and, and it'll do good. Or like other ones that you'll keep it for like a year because you think maybe like if you set it out later, you know, put in, put stuff out different, like seasonal, you know. Like it's just not ready yet. Yeah, it's just not ready yet. Like the people aren't ready for it yet, you know, or is it kind of like that? Um, kind of, yeah. But it, I mean, it's like this, this jacket I designed, I designed in... 2021 I designed this jacket years ago and and I I had spent like I think like three or four months designing this jacket and then it's like um the the time just hasn't came but now's the time to release it now's the time to showcase it so yeah it takes it takes a while but something some things are right away so so are you always like designing or how does like I'm just curious like how your your like creative processes is it like I get my best ideas like have you seen like at three AM or something and, and that's when you design or is it kinda just I try not to have those three AM <laughs> three AM sessions no more. I'm not, come I'm, earlier, I'm, I'm not I'm not built like that no more, man. I, <laughs> um but uh sorry I forgot your question. What was it? No, like just, just like what's your what's your creative process? I don't have one. It, it I mean, I have seasons where I'm like designing a lot and then there's seasons where I don't even open my MacBook for two three weeks a month you know what I mean um so it just depends it depends what I'm what I got going on in life it's you know what because there's a lot of times for it like I'll have a whole you know collection in the cut and I'm just like uh I'm just you know just waiting on it you know mm-hmm. so it's like I'll just rest a little bit um yeah it, it just depends how I feel I don't really have a creative process things just happen yeah 
So where could like could people like go online and like buy your stuff or is it like is there anywhere like in person they can go because because I, I try to go I got I, tr I try to go on your website it didn't let me that's all no saying. yeah no the 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 website's uh being uh rebuilt right now oh okay. I'm actually re mm. releasing delivery one of the collection the day of the show oh okay so cool. so cool, yeah cool. the day of the show delivery one will yeah. be available I guess it's good because if we're talking about it I guess it brings like a little more anxious because now I'm just like I don't know what the, what's behind the screen because it doesn't let me in, you know. So, so yeah. I guess it's mm -hmm. it's a good it's a good good thing like that. That's because because I know like a while back you were you were like in the in the store at the at the mall. Oh yeah 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 I was in I was in store at a like sneaker and a streetwear shop at the at the Aurora Mall. Um, was that just like a little temporary kind of thing? Uh yeah because they were temporary they were kind of they were in and mm -hmm. out I think they had they were in there only like a year. Um, but that was that was a super cool experience too. Just being in store, you know, walking into the mall and being able to see a world of fear piece on a hanger was like just so cool. Yeah. So I'd like to get back in store somewhere, but um, it's definitely got to be the right fit. Can't just be anywhere. So yeah. What the, and what's the goal? I guess like, what do you want to be like in stores like that, or more like people to find you online and they have to find you, or like like you're saying in the right store is that kind of like the right place, not just anywhere to have it for sale yeah i mean the store's got to fit the vibe of the store you know the the other products that they have in there it's gotta it's gotta be fitting it's gotta be you know up to par for where i feel world of fear is um but yeah it is super important being in store because it's like when you see things online and you see my price and you see um you know some of the stif stuff looks basic and it's like and then you see it in person it's like oh okay you know, it's way different. So, yeah, we like to be back in store because it's, it's definitely important for the consumer to be able to see the product in real time and, and, and feel the quality of it and understand how much time, you know, it took to build it. And, you, and are you the one, so you, I mean, going back to a little bit, because you design, like, the whole designs, and do you do, like, the, the like how it feels and all that stuff. Do you choose everything perfectly to it or you design the colors or is, is it all you a hundred percent that you design everything? Um, yeah. Some of the, some of the stores, some of the stuff that I have um, is like sourced out. So I order blanks, but lately um, like the whole collection is, I think like 70% of it is from my own cut. And so, um, so yeah, I'm just getting to the yeah. cut and so, but, um, up until this point, it was a lot of blanks. Yeah. But. Okay. That's cool. So it's going to be like moving forward, it's going to be a little bit more cut and so just so it can be more 100% you? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely be more me. Um, so when they had, um, when they were going to put me, when they put me on the Denver Fashion Week list, uh, they put me on streetwear night. It was like streetwear and sneakers, and I was like, it's not very fitting for this collection. There's not you're not going to see any sneakers, and it's like it's not very streetwear. And so now I'm showcasing on May sixth uh, under local couture. So so the first time World of Fears labeled couture, and I I, I mean I I like that. Yeah, That's good. It gives yeah, it a little it gives it a different mm -hmm. spice to it. Like oh yeah 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 because it I mean I knew eventually like I said I, I I'd seen World of Fear as a lot more. Um, and I knew like couture, high fashion is where world fear belongs. Um, 
but I think for the first time, somebody from outside put me there. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. So, so is it like another kind of like brand under Walter Fear, or is it like someone else's like that is the uh, that the couture is? Um, no, so like couture is uh, just like it's a, like a type of fashion, no? Yeah, it's like a type of fashion, oh, okay. yeah. like like Louis Vuitton, Saint Laurent. Uh, They're a couture off white. Oh, okay, are, I, I thought it was like someone like, like like a brand name or something. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. The, that's like the it's classification. I yeah, guess. that's the classification yeah, yeah. of, of oh, okay. yeah. So there's like streetwear, which you know from streetwear brands like. I took a guess. I, I don't know any fashion. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's what I thought. From, from, <laughs> like streetwear brands, you're gonna get tees, hoodies. Hats. That's like streetwear, you Just know. So, and then more everyday kind of. Yeah, and then once stuff. once you go up, you know, it's like when you see dresses and 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 just like more pieces that you don't see like on a day to day basis. That's really couture. You know what I mean? Like oh, I said, okay. Louis Vuitton. So, so it just puts yeah. you up way way like on a different level. Like your label is a couture now instead of just like a streetwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely add some 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 value to it I guess like it, it makes I, I guess it gives me it gives the brand a different a different view you know so yeah well, go I, I was just gonna say kind of just to, to kind of start wrapping up but what what's one thing that you want to be remembered by we like to ask this question to to most of the people we have on here just to yeah, I and, and I I think about this question a lot, you know, because I um, growing up I realized that being a designer wasn't as important as just being a human being. So it's like I, I I wouldn't, you know, if I, you know, when I die or what I want to be remembered by is like just a great person, you know, just a good person. Just I don't know, I don't I don't know like where to, but not not just a designer. I would not want to be remembered as world to fear the, you know the kid who designed clothes i think that would be a waste of my life if <laughs> that's how i was remembered it's just just a, like, a, a label yeah yeah i would just like to be a great person man a, you know somebody who you know reached for the most of out of life somebody who was great to the people around him some somebody who was willing to help anybody i think that's what I want to be known for, and I, and I think I'm I think, uh, a lot of that hasn't shown yet, but it'll come. Yeah, you know, because as as I grow, I I realize how important it is to bring people with me, um, or just help people. And it's like, man, I, and in those moments that I'm doing that, it's like this is life, like this is what it's about. It's not even about the clothes or, or the things that I design. It's like the experiences and the people that I meet. And, you know, if I can, if I can leave a good impression or inspire somebody, I think that's what I want to be known for. And not just a, not just a designer. Because yeah. what they say, it's like, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. But if you want to go far, bring others with you. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. That's awesome, dude. No, I appreciate you. I mean, opening it up, you know, about that whole, stuff you know your life going down yeah i thought i was gonna cry man i thought i was gonna cry because that uh i haven't been able to explain that 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 night that i had with god uh without crying so (laughs) So you had me tearing up over here too i was like dude i i yeah because just just hearing like other people's reactions it's just like 
or like there's their story i mean it's like yeah it's powerful yeah it's some powerful powerful stuff i'm just getting like chills and stuff yeah like, it, was, it was so real that night was so real for me dude i i think about it all the time and it keeps me grounded and every time that i think about it i i cry you know i have that moment and, and it's like that night changed my life dude that night changed my life forever and and, and yeah I don't, it'll never be the same yeah and i think just like to kind of reaffirm it a little bit like i think it's it's okay to cry like especially as men like it's okay to cry it's okay oh, if that's yeah, the way you express man. yourself like it's it's okay yeah like it's you know it's it's fine you know people are always scared to hide that side of them and just like it's okay like yeah grown men cry man Grown men cry, and, and, I, and think, I think if you don't see them cry, they cry in silence when they're by themselves. Yeah, which is which is worse, and and that's why most men commit suicide because yeah. they deal with pain and in, in, in silence, and you know that's that's not okay. I think we need to normalize men being human beings. We have emotions. We go through a lot, and yeah, we at the end of the day gotta be tough, and we gotta set the example, and you know provide and all those things, but. It, we're real and we have emotions and just like everybody else yeah yeah no that's awesome couldn't, couldn't have said it any better uh where, where could people find you um on instagram angelo rivera.design and uh world to fear um yeah that's about it i'm not really on much other socials world to fear.com launching may 6th uh stay posted on that event huh denver fashion week Come witness my collection in real time, man. It's gonna be amazing. And then you got like the the link in your bio, and yeah, the link in my bio. Just use the link in my bio to purchase tickets. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. I sound like a sound like a. I'm just like repeating myself, dude. But I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. No, man, it, it's gonna it's be good. great, as, as you should be, man. It's uh, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, yeah, it has been, has been, has been. Um, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for May 6th. I hope you guys come out. I hope a lot of people that know me or, you know, come out and, and see how much I've grown and see how it, it's going to be great, dude. I, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm super excited for, for all that. But thank you, dude, again, for, for coming all the way out here. Yeah. It's quite a bit of a drive, but No, it's all right, man. It. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so thank you cool yeah appreciate it appreciate it man thank you guys all for joining you know and uh just remember that an act of rebellion is to question thanks guys yeah yeah uh. underrated underrated we the underdogs underestimated yeah.